started giving me the silent treatment because i was trying to have us just have a moment before recording i didn't know that and he was just i just sat in silence and he goes is it going and then i said no and then he goes <laughs> this is why he just commu- looks away all pissed off this is why communication is important i mm-hmm. didn't know what your wants were mm-hmm. i didn't know that you were trying to engage in some mm-hmm. kind of silent group meditation i should have said something you should have said something i should have said something. i understand it's silence you can't say anything but at yep. the same time say that before you go silent but yep. so i can join you on that journey mm-hmm. i want to if you're in a relationship, and I don't mean sexual, I mean you're in a platonic relationship, whether that's with a business partner, whether that's with a roommate, whether that's with... A, a Roomba, for example. A Roomba, any old thing, okay? Any old thing. It doesn't matter. As long as it moves, it has sentience. I've said that. Yep. The and science I, I is do sound. Feel like what's interesting, and I've been meaning to say this now for several episodes, I do feel like you say sentience somehow wrong even though you're not saying it wrong right every time you say it i go why does that sound wrong to me even though i know it's right could it be that i'm resonating on a frequency that is outside of what your mind is able to actually comprehend is it possible that what i'm saying through sound waves right that you're hearing through your ears i'll say ingesting through your ears sure i do believe every organ whether that's outside or inside has a small stomach Uh, that ingests yeah i think you're thinking of digest huh anything ingest is definitely more of like a sort of metaphorical type of word so then i'm not wrong like it's not just it's not just for the stomach too i don't even think you know it's digest digest is definitely what you're thinking your stomach ingests something then well no you can you can but i'm saying they're almost it's almost more used as a metaphor i ingested that but they don't technically mean into your gut i can use ketchup more as a condiment than i can use as some kind of mortar but i can still use it to build a home yeah do you know what i mean now that i follow now that i definitely like you can ingest yeah food yeah to then digest it yes because i can ingest food to then throw it up i didn't digest it oh i didn't didn't digest it you still did no i didn't i threw it up you did if anything you did digest it and no, ingested it, no. but then you didn't fully digest it if because I, you you had a purgative reaction. That's what the f- a digestion is a complete fool. I don't know. I don't know about that, dude. I, think, I, I, I don't know. Because it's a process, I don't think that it necessarily needs to be, as you would term it, a complete full. That's what it is. But if you can listen with your ears <laughs> yeah. and understand that you're ingesting the sound that mm-hmm. might be familiar, but mm-hmm. actually what it's carrying is information that might be beyond what you're comfortable or yeah. able to understand. I'm not saying that's you. No, no, I'm no. I'm not no. saying that's you. you. In this example, you are. No, I'm not. No, because no, it started with you saying... Uh, directed at me and I'm pointing at me. Yes, I'm talking you were saying that it's about my ability to ingest the way that you pronounce sentience. Right, but I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm, I'm saying but that. that is directed at me. You were directing what? it at me in the exact example that was relevant to the exact thing I had just said. Because I'm So it is... Right, no, but you're directly directing me. You're saying it's about me. I'm not directing you, buddy. You can do whatever the hell you want. You're right? not wearing your director hat, so I wouldn't listen. That's right, and I'm not saying I should, okay? Because I got nice hair today. But I want to tell it you... It is nice. Thank you. It but is I want to nice. say that I'm not saying you. I'm not saying that you're not capable of it, or you're not able to like withstand that information. Sure. You know, I'm talking to you, though. I'm yeah. talking to you. Right? But it's not you. Well, here's the thing is that I actually, I would say that I don't really believe in reality. You know, they say that our eyes and our brains are trying to translate reality all around us into things that make sense to us that we can comprehend or whatever. Yeah. I look at reality and I go, I'm not buying that. So you don't think what you see is real? 
I no no no. Basically okay. everything around me, I just go. I don't know. So you get to. Look I'm gonna at, wait until I hear it on the news. Then you know it's legit. That's what I do. Yeah, I so just you wait. Wait until the news talks about whatever you're seeing at any given time. Yeah. How often does almost happen? never? Yeah. So that's why I, it continues to sort of attack the wow. fabric of my belief in reality. That is in that's insane and yeah. also like genius because there's no way for anyone to control your eyes now. yeah you know what I'm no saying? it's incredibly relaxing it's that a is. super relaxing worldview so i want to first of all say welcome to the podcast this is you know what i would do come on in the doors come open on the in. fire's going get in here take your shoes on get in here go on take your shoes on take your shoes on <laughs> take the robe on and everyone who's look if there's not enough room mm-hmm. make room yeah I'll kick somebody Honestly, out Honestly, if there's not enough room i'll wait outside yeah I'm, I'm two, not. It's cool yeah, as shit. No, Joey's the life of the party, but I'm going to go ahead and wait outside. No, you're not, but I need someone to make drinks. Um, mo- it, you let a it. Mo- mo- you, um, I said mo- a moment ago you were going to let it happen. Uh, Joey, my my our feet just touched. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And our toes interlocked, mm-hmm. and the sweat in between them, they just like just crystallized. Now we're actually both, separate. We're both wearing fresh socks today, oh, I noticed. I'm wearing my bombos. Oh, shit. Which now, I, every time I see it, I say it in, in, that, in the Spanish accent. Enemy of the pod. Yeah. So we have a fantastic episode today. You know what I would do? Hey, come on. It's a podcast that everyone listens to when you're taking a dump or driving mm-hmm. a truck. And this is a show that brings information. Go ahead and email us about uh, email at us uh, about when you listen to the pod, actually. We'd I am like curious about that. We'd like to know. We're doing a survey. I'm curious if people well, do. Well, what's the email? Email email at us at youknowpod at gmail.com. There you go. Because I, I do the bulk of my podcast listening. In the car or when I'm laying down to go to bed. Yep. And I'll listen then, you know, but I don't, yep. I almost, uh, you know, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I listen to podcasts when my, the phone is in the other room. The phone is playing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like cooking, doing something loud. Yeah. And I go in back and I'm like, what's going on? Because I think people are talking to the house. Yeah. It freaks me out. Yeah. And you keep walking in the room going, can you guys shut the hell up in shut here? I'm trying to up. cook. I'm cooking, assholes. Yeah. And then if I, they don't respond, that's when I get into that's like, when you know you gotta, fence mode. You got to like really ramp it up now. Let's go. Because I got to kick somebody's ass. Uh-huh. I'm cooking and cleaning in the other room. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah. cleaning. Cook, you cook and then you clean while you go. I, I've lived with you. you so I'm just surprised to hear that. What? I never knew you to be a cleaner, Joe. Interesting. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm actually. I would actually cleaner. argue of all the people I've ever lived with, you're the the one who had the least instinct to clean of everyone I've ever met. I think I'm a cleaner. Great, great. I clean more things than anyone has cleaned ever. Okay? Yeah. I clean the bottom of a bowl with my tongue when I'm done eating that soup. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm drinking a cup of coffee, I'll clean that cup. I'll polish that cup off. I'm you know sure. I mean? I'm sure you will. <laughs> and then top it off again. Because I want two cups. Yeah, you don't want to just have the one cup. And then I'm going to let that coffee sit in there. I'm going to stain it. I'm going to get the little brown ring around it. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm ready to move along. All right. We have Let's a get into our audience doo I was just going to. Yeah, I'm trying to. Today, I'm trying to. Anytime I see you trying to put up the podcast scaffolding, I'm going to jump in and take it over. Well, you know, actually. You actually. a fantastic audience doo-doo emailed at us from philip from florida whoa wow and we already said the The separate estate it is separate estate so 
if you want to email at us, you can at youknowpod at gmail.com. And you just, can and you may. And you may. Man, remember the first time a teacher like said yes. to you in like fourth grade? Yeah, fuck you. I don't dude. know. Can you? Yeah, like, can I go to the bathroom? It's like, you know what? I don't know if I can. I'm not sure. I might shitty and pissy here. I may have already gone. Okay, so maybe I can't. Maybe I asked just just as a, just an etiquette thing for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe doing this is because I don't want to be here because you stink like shit. Do you remember the name of the teacher who first said it to you? No. Mrs. E. Pack. That's who said it to me. That wasn't mine. No, that was mine. I know, but you said to me. And then I said, that's who mine was. No, you said the name first, and then and you then said, I said who... yeah, yeah, but you know the a, a complete sentence. You know that the sentence goes on after the first part yeah, a lot but of you, the time. But the, you answered your question to me, and then you that you added something else after, to it. After Mrs. you E-Pack answered? Mrs. E. I never had it. After you answered, I answered. Your Super common. to me, though. Super common. Do you know who the first teacher was to say that? Well, you know no. what? Here's what I'll admit. Mrs. Epac. Here's what who I'll admit. Who I never had. Here's what I I'll admit. I never had. Mrs. Here's what I'll admit. If when you said no, I did say the answer to yours, that would have been fucking sick. I've been. Insane. That would have been the coolest thing I ever pulled off. Honestly, and I like it would have told you yeah. that I, I've been researching and doing work, and I've been talking to your mom yeah, and you trying had to Nardwar figure it out. Or something like that. Yeah. But like in a we- I, I would also have to be like, did I have a teacher like that? And yeah. then I probably wouldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did not have a Miss Epac. No, no, she was one of the worst teachers I ever had. Obviously, yeah. You only remember the bad ones. Yeah, I had a super negative experience with her. Speaking of negative, <laughs> Philip from Florida <laughs> goes on to write us this: I recently built a PC, Mike. Hey. Okay. I love the end result, the finished product. Yes. But the planning process was time-consuming and often frustrating. Uh, And stressful, I imagine. I found it incredibly stressful. You said time-consuming and frustrating. And then I added stressful. There are so many specifications and compatibility issues to consider. I spent days researching just to create a parts list. Yeah, That's same. Really, Total same. What would were you, you on newegg.com? Was I, bet I? You, I bet you were. No, I'm talking to Phil from Florida. What would you do about building a PC with one fuck given Philip from Florida, Social Security uh-huh. 61B? Wow. Oh. Early adopter. He must be in the government. Security. It has to be. To get a to get a letter. Now the very first <laughs> thing that I would do, uh, well, yeah, you know, like people in the IRS, it's a GS nine. They like you change if you start if you become an IRS employee, you, you actually change your social security number. Really? Yeah, it's a whole thing. What the um, fuck? But the first thing I would do if I were building a PC is I would go ahead and throw on that that long video of Henry Cavill uh, building oh, a PC. Yes, and just go. That's what I look like. Well, look, dude. Sit there and look, watch him and go, that's what I look like. Yeah, you, that's how I come off. He's in his I, bulk I, phase. I am bulked up. Yes. I am the Witcher. And I'm also a nerd. And uh-huh. people love it. And I'm British. And I'm charming. Yeah. That's what I yeah. would do. I turn yeah. that on, watch that, acknowledge that it's basically footage of me. I'm doing the same thing. I am the Witcher. And that's just what it is. Turn that on and get turned on, yeah. bud. That's Henry Cavill, okay? Yeah. I can't believe how charming he is. He's I the, love him. He's a really nice guy. Loves Warhammer. Yeah. No, exactly. His nerddom, it, literally him building a computer, I think it was like in the beginning of the pandemic, it was at the same time I started building one, and I, I was like, that's me. How I'm British. hate the guy? That me. That me. I'm British. British. That me. <laughs> can't hate the guy. He likes dogs. Yeah. He's got a fun accent. Don't know if it's legit. Don't know if his accent. I haven't legit. really looked into that. Well, I haven't kicked it with him in a while. Yeah, I've never have. But mm. uh, then that's a really long while. That's a long ass time. Yeah. Henry, hit me back up, but I'm trying yeah. to text you. I don't have your number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've never built a PC before in my life. Yeah, no, it doesn't speak to any of your. Talents. I have built a personal computer. 
Oh. But I've never built a PC. But you've never built a political correctness. Exactly. I see. <laughs> Sorry, bud. That's just how I am. <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> never built a PC or a personal computer before. I have thought about it. I have, uh, uh, you know, different diagrams. Hey, now is the time to do it. Honestly. I, I think we're past that time. Well, I mean, now now is in the current technological age where everything oh, is available cheap. online and you can figure everything out pretty well, easily. What, what is that? Like, the like I didn't really cards? do anything to figure out how to do it. I just, like, started going, like, PC builds, yeah. and then was looking at some stuff. It's and not. It's clearly not impossible. But if, like, yeah. I think what Philip was talking about, you know, this is his first time doing it. I'm, I'm assuming, and just yeah. like myself, like that. Like, there's so many different. Like, what do you want? Oh, you yeah. want a gaming PC? Well, here are like hundreds of variants of like what you could do yes. aesthetically. My whole want was just that it would turn on. And then when I got yeah. there, I was like, hey, there, there, there you, you go. go. And it's kind of fun if you've been uh, sort of in, in the Mac universe for a long time. It's yeah. pretty exciting to get one, the new Windows and see how annoying all of it My, is. The first computers we had were gateways. And wow. God bless, I loved them. They were so much yeah. fun. Little cows and all that stuff. But I wow. always heard, and I know this to be true, that building your own PC is cheaper and would also make your computer stronger more powerful whatever the fuck it is that well i I, it I feel like knowing knowing all the granular details of how something goes together is helpful then when a problem arises or something yeah when i first built it i i noticed that there were like all these basically that it would like really overheat and get really loud and so then you know i was like oh i gotta add ram were there, and were then there when you add ram it? No, not that I'm aware of. That there might have been people in there building fires or mining, mm. and that's where the heat's coming from. From some sort of internal culture, exactly. You mm-hmm. know, and they're screaming. They're like, "Well, but I added RAM, and then it all stopped." So I, I just don't really know. Maybe I killed that civilization or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, but the point to me is that once you, if you make it yourself, you sort of have a general. I I assume it's what people who know about cars feel all the time. Yeah, like the, you. I assume people who know about cars must drive by me and go like. Yeah, he's got it. I can't even give an example because I just don't know. But like, he looks at my car and he knows something yeah. needs to change. You know, some of the tires. You know, the he's, tires he's got he's got a catalytic converter. Not on your I car. I don't know. No, no, that's an not. older model. Thing. Is that older? But I really think that that's an important feature to anything else, and and like literacy and whatever we're doing, especially computers. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're the age that we are, I'm 15, mm-hmm. and we grew up taking computer class, really simple shit. And we had an opportunity to like really get into the weeds about like computers and they're much more complicated now, yeah. obviously. But I wish I knew more about the things that I used in general. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew how to like take apart my iPhone. Well, Phil, were you really into I'm not Phil, buddy. I can't answer. I that. wonder if Phil was really into computers and stuff growing up, because I feel that I still know a lot of stuff from what you're talking about. From when I because when I was a kid, as I've mentioned on the pod before, I used to take my dad's computer apart and really open all those sort of but things never up. Never put it back together. I put it back together, just not correctly. That's the and yeah. that'll really affect things. Yes. Yeah. Well, because then you have that civilization rebirthed. Yeah. I also want to point out to say that I feel. I also want to point out to say that I feel. Yeah, like I yeah. feel something. Mm. You know, using Phil's name to say feel, I think is a really fun game. Okay. And I feel I want to gift that to you. This is what I would do about building PCs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not talking about myself building it. I kind of want to talk about the macro. All right. I want to talk about everyone building PCs. I like it if that was part of any kind of theme park experience. Mm-hmm. Like you go into Disney World, Universal uh, World, uh, uh, Harry Potter's Town. Um, you go into the Mario Village, whatever, whatever you're going to. That's the theme park, water park. Which mm-hmm. I think, oh hey, you're working with computers. Well, then make the computers water. Put it in plastic bags, asshole. How the hell is that my problem? If you be, if it's part of a water park experience, and we got to build a PC. 
to make it make sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't be able that to is on them. It's that on is on them. them. So you go and like, okay, how does it what the hell is going on? Well, look, you go to a theme park, usually like what, once every four or five years, if that Oh, I'm like, like a once a month theme park kind once of guy. Once a kind of month guy. <laughs> and if you're a Disney bounder, which I do want to talk about at some point on the pod, you know, like you're dressing up, going around, running around. Before you get on any before you get actually get into the park. Yeah. Right? Doesn't matter how early you get there, doesn't matter what kind of pass you got, you have to build a computer to completion to turn it on, and then you can get in. Because guess what? If any of those animatronics go down. If any of those rides stop, those are computers. Oh, you got to know how to fix that. This thing, is interesting. Dude. Yeah, it's nice to see that just how much you don't understand what a computer is. <laughs> exactly, fascinating. Because you know I mean? guess what? Those things that are moving, and yes, like, they all of them got RAM. All of yes, them have CPUs. Great. Every every animatronic in yeah. in any park has internet access that can go and like go to buy uh, something from the Gap fifty percent off. Okay, that's great. Now, here's the thing. I'm not done. You have to be. (laughs) Now, here's the thing that I'm curious about. Have you ever seen this thing? uh, This like this video footage going around the internet of I've seen it a few times over the last, let's say, five years, where it's like I don't know what you know part of the army is doing this, but they it'll be like five guys. And they completely disassemble a Jeep and then they and they're bringing the component parts up like a hundred feet and then they completely rebuild it and they do it in like fucking five minutes, yeah, ten I think minutes. It's like a part of a, a what you call like um like a not tough mutter, but like a competition. Uh, oh, it, well, the, I definitely thought it was in the army. I well, assume they, it's some kind of infantry training. Well, the, that's how the Jeep got transported uh, to uh, Europe in World War II. So, like, it was uh, like, okay. the purpose of it was that, like, anyone can build it right Yeah, there. yeah. I want to have a program that does that with PCs and, like, oh, any technology. Like, it does it with PS5s, where it's like you go, oh, I'm going to go do the PS5 tough mutter. And then it's like, let's say you have a PS5 right at the start. You got to disassemble it completely, run down all the way, yeah. and then build it again. And then you disassemble it again, build it again, and just do that. And just get that fluency in how to build that thing way up. What if the PS5's in the mud? That's kind of a little bit more on your water premise side Uh of stuff. So I'm going to kind of go like, here we are. The road has gone in two separate directions. You're going to go that way. I'm going to go this way. And then guess what? I smashed that road right back in together. Now it's one fucking road. Mm -hmm. I have this this belief, and call it faith, where I do think in your attempt to smash it back together, you're going to accidentally kill yourself. And, and I, so I'm like, well, I, live I will forever. figure that out. Great. Then I live totally. forever. Call, name the road after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call this blood spot lane. Well, anyway, I really hope that helped, Phil. Hope that helped. Okay, hopping right in today. We, we this is a, this is something I'm excited about, and I feel like Joe and I are going to really get rambly with this. Yes, we're talking radio silence, and but we want to yeah. apply it in in a few different ways. Like for one, I I really like it when like I really like being allowed to not respond to a text or not be keeping up on stuff online or or I really love to just delete the Instagram app off my phone and then just not ex- not have that part of the internet exist in my brain or delete re- uh, Reddit or any of those sort of things. Um but we're kind of it's a little bit probably also in the realm of like the right to log off kind of thing. But I feel that currently, you know, following I mean the list can go forever of yeah. every single one of these like Honestly, since Trump getting elected in 2016, you know, like the the building up of things that feel like existential threats to daily life. I feel that you have to go through these periods of just like, I got to have radio silence on all information that's coming in. I'm pretty much like cut off from 
all news at the moment. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, it's probably in response to the election coming up, too. Oh, a thousand percent. Like, I'll but see some of that stuff and I go, I I'm, can't, I'm just trying I to, can't. I'm like, look, I, I'm going to vote. You know what I mean? I'm going to do my part. I'm yeah. going to be writing to different constituencies. And all yeah, yeah. But I don't need to be on the, I don't, I don't give a shit about the day by day stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, uh, I don't know. I, you know I well, don't, also, how many times do you read something, you get all frustrated, and then like two weeks later, they're like, oh, yeah, that, uh, that wasn't true. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Okay. If, if right now it's Biden, Trump, everyone knows who they're voting for. We don't need to hear. It just doesn't matter. It's like, matter. it doesn't matter. I don't, need the, I don't need you guys running around for six fucking months. Yeah. Like, like everyone knows who the, what they're going to do. So let's just fucking do it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's, that's how I feel about it. But in general, like yeah. most news. Well, then you have like the, the SAG strike on top of that. Oh, every, well, strike. Like, there's never, and you have like tons of global turmoil. There's never everywhere. news that we get. E- even daytime pulpy morning like supposed to be uplifting news yeah i find like so disrespectful yeah, and, like same. they're just talking down yeah, i was to gonna me. say it's condescending yeah, yeah. it's i'm like just and you're like oh okay great a puppy ran and it won a, an award in some town i don't that, give a fuck about that's that so the puppy raised enough money to save the town yeah i don't give a shit dude i don't give a fuck <laughs> why don't you guys give money to the town so the puppy doesn't have to work you get it's a puppy <laughs> So I, I, it's all very upsetting and all very stupid. And I feel like it's, it sets a general malaise over everyone. Yeah. Where like that is water cooler talk, or yeah. the opposite. Where, man, I I overheard these guys at a bar. These like five guys all wearing the exact the pizza set, guys, pizza guys, five guys, five guys. Again, also making jeeps. These these guys are all wearing the same kind of. The, those are necessary callbacks. They really are. That actually is a necessary one. Hey, my, oh, that's why, why I'm the, here. Why are the fives popping up? I don't understand. But mm-hmm. how many fives do we need until we get to a round number? Mm-hmm. So. I know that these guys are they're fine dudes. They're all wearing the same kind of athletic, like stretchy shirt pant combination. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that new thing. It's like, oh, I, this is casual clothes, but at the same time, they can like drop down. Yeah, the pants. yeah, yeah. It's Under Armour inspired. Yeah, all having the same beer, and they were talking about this was the it was the describe best. what the beer looked like. Uh, it was got it got to be an IPA, brown. right? No, oh, no, 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 very light. Brown. light so it's some sort of amber ale. Uh, no, I'm I'm thinking pills, and I'm thinking oh, that straight up pills. Yeah, I'm thinking that. So. The, the the men were speaking about sports, football in general, but none of them knew exactly. They were all like, well, Alabama's going up. The, right. But Michigan's there now. Oh, so yeah. it was everyone trying to. Dude, when I'm around a bunch of guys who who know whatever about sports and it's something like that where I go, well, I don't know anything about this. No, no, so you they, start listening to it. I go, wait, they don't know anything about it they either. Don't, what, they this don't is, know, they don't we should know. just talk about anything else. I can talk about anything. And they kept on going to this one guy, Jeff. Like Jeff, like, you know, and he's like, well, yeah. And like this guy was having to shoulder so many. Didn't didn't know either. Uh, it was just, I just so happened And you to, were just eavesdropping on this. Couldn't help it. I was directly staring at all of them, mouth agape. Uh, I was just like looking at them, sweating. What part and, of LA was this? Uh, this was in Venice. Oh, and wow. So it's surprising too because you're like, it's a, definitely a, like a, a cross section of tech bro and like guys yeah. who are just selling meth. But it's high bro, high bro over in Venice. It's pretty high bro right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was just, I loved it, and I was just like, this information is useless. Yeah. This information is useless. Like, yeah. I, I know why it's like, like a necessary thing within many trades. Such an easy in for conversation. Yeah, you know what I mean. We get to talk about. Oh, I know that you like uh, Ohio State. I can always bring that back. Yeah, right? and yeah. I can always rib you next oh, time. Oh, dude. But let me shit. say. As someone who, because I grew up on the south side of Chicago, whenever anyone finds it out, they always go, oh, it sucks, huh? And yeah. when you don't care about that thing and people always bring it up, it's so, I go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm wearing socks. I say the same spiel every single time where I'm just like, oh, I don't care about that at all, but I went to a bunch <laughs> of baseball games That's every, I would, well, because I went to tons of White Sox games growing up. Cause really? 
Well, like the woman who ran my Boy Scouts troop worked at the uh, Comiskey, whatever the yeah. U.S. Cellular Field. No, it's Comiskey Park. And so she could just, oh yeah. But I go like those people are probably bad too. The Comiskeys, you know, Doesn't like matter. it's just as bad as U.S.L. Matter. Um, but. She just like would always have these free tickets. So it would be like they were constantly, there was always some reason. Oh, well, this Saturday we're going to go to a baseball game for Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a ton of those games, but I never once cared for a second in my life. Uh, but we came onto this uh, subject today because I was talking about how I have felt really swamped recently. And it's making it so that my input of information is incredibly low. I feel like I'm basically not really i'm I'm reading way less than i i normally like to and on on like every scale basically and so it's more like output and then just chilling and i'll tell you what i'm not missing the input i'm not either i'm not missing it at all i do feel i mean and i love when someone starts to bring one up and they go have you heard about this and i go i i haven't i don't care i'm mentally in alaska i've built my home yeah you know what i mean i got a fire going i've learned how to hunt and fish yeah you're looking at the clouds and you're going "Mm, autumn soon yeah right yeah and it's not no you're not not. right you're not right no you're not right i mean it will be soon yeah yeah yeah. and those aren't even clouds yeah look i got about another four months before i die yeah (laughs) yeah but mentally that's your right that's my right as an american yeah but i go i'm like i just that's where i'm at i'm like I'm off the grid mentally, physically. Yeah, more plugged in than ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing reels on Instagram. You know, I'm making content. Oh, now, are right? you? Yeah, I've never been more plugged in. Okay, oh. mentally. Yeah, in Alaska. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, doing those things from like a sort of indifferent position, I actually think is good. Yeah. To be like, oh, I'll make this content stuff, but it's like it's my job. I do not care in any Can't way. Can't care about it. I think that's good. Can't. Can't care about it. Can't. Care. <laughs> I mean, the the experience too of like, do you ever, do you ever like sort of like randomly you'll you'll have like some people in your life, whatever that you hear from all the time, and then you have like you hear from them less or something, and you go, oh, this is, this is totally fine. It's totally good. And then you kind of go, oh, I like this kind of silence, actually. I feel like that's my experience lately with, like, news and everything. Is I yeah. go like, oh, wait, aren't I supposed to be getting that one mood cast over me? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not getting that. Oh, I fucking love not getting that. I feel that way, actually, about not being on Instagram as well. Oh, like, yeah, as much totally. as I can not be on there. And then I'm just not thinking about random people that yeah, I we, don't know. And Well, we all know, like... All of this stuff is bad for us. We we know yeah. that twenty four hour news cycles are bad for us. We know whether yeah. it's Fox News, CNN, they're they care about their ratings. They don't care about us. Yeah. Instagram does not care about us. Uh, I think George Saunders called the twenty four hour news cycle the brain dead megaphone, and I just think about that Perfect. all the time. It's I, I, just the yeah. worst. I I think I mentioned this on the pod a while ago. I I was doing every Sunday. I'd clock in and check the news and be like, oh, that still happened, or this is new. I'd be like, cool. See you in a week. See if anything's changed. Yeah. I've stopped doing that. Oh wow! I've stopped even checking in. I'm like, couldn't like someone's someone's just gonna tell me something. I, I yeah. It's, I'm, I love now because this is this is what's fun is someone tells me someone's going on in the world. I'm like, I don't know. Like yeah. you don't know, and I'm like, no, tell me. Yeah. And then they're gonna give me as much information as yeah. they can recall, and they're good. It's not it's not that much, but yeah. it's an it's. I'm like, oh, this is a nice conversation. Well, I often feel fun. that. The one of the things that I find really stressful and depressing in this world of just nonstop stressful and depressing things is that so many of the things that we will get so angry about, our anger doesn't change it. It no. just continues to go on, and then there's sort of no end in sight. And and But the thing that's worse is that people just talk about it less. You know, like, 
the women life freedom protests in Iran are that's still ongoing. People yeah, are course. still being executed who have done nothing. Yeah, the like it, it's all still like, yeah. Russia is still in war with Ukraine. Like yep. it, it's all still we're, just we're going on. We're fighting for our civil rights still in America. Here in America, I yeah, know. You know. But it's like each thing just keeps building up and then we're just mad about it for a moment and then we move on to the next thing. I go, but the thing is still and yeah. so it's this whole thing of like, well, you can't, Maui, how do Maui you carry? Fires? Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's like shit like that. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, that's yeah. what just clicked in It's head. just the entire world. <laughs> oh, you remember that tragedy? Now, here's the thing that I would do about Radio Silence. And I'm going to do a rare one here where I, I want to call back to a, a previous what I would do. But I can't recall what it was. That's good. But it was basically uh, the one where at like 5 p.m. we all agree that we're going to be off the internet. Yep. Remember that? Yep. I, I would just do that again. I, I would say every day should have an enforced radio silence from that's 5 amazing. From 5 p.m. until, let's say, noon the next cool. day. This is what I would do about radio silence. I'd take it even more literal than actually taking a radio and making it go silent. What I would do is everyone at, at the beginning of each day, depending on your mood, depending on the, your capacity to engage, et cetera, you're going to have to. You got your nine to five, whatever the fuck it is. You're going to, even if you work from home, okay, WFH, all right, even if you do that, that's if the letters you use work from home. That's what that is. Oh, w- I was following. You're F- looking like you're clarifying. I, I understood. Well, it took me a second to figure yeah. out which letters were which. No, it was a struggle. Because the F and the A's kind of look the same if uh-huh. you take off the little stick and you put it on the other side. That's true. The top stick. No, I'm not going to argue that Because the middle stick and the F already is there for the H. Yeah. It's already there no, for you the need F. the middle stick. That's key to the resemblance. To either of those letters. Yeah. But if you take the top stick, you put it down, obviously it's not going to be full yeah. length, but you can stretch that using an angle. All right. And that's the end of his TED no, Talk. No, it's not. It still goes on because there is a Q&A. So, <laughs> I'm thinking that when you wake up in the morning, yeah. you're able to program yourself based on feeding in different pieces of paper to a slit inside your stomach. Okay. Sure. Yeah, we can work on the tech later. It's already done. Oh, okay, perfect. Right. Papers into the slits in your stomach. Just one slit. Into the slit. Yeah. So the think, slot. Do you remember like when you like uh, like you had to, remember Scantrons? Those I remember. Okay, yeah. Remember Scantrons? Okay. So it's like a Scantron. So it's like you. Kind I of love like, Scantron. I, I, it fills me with a weird feeling when I see a Scantron oh, where I go, man. oh, I missed taking they, tests. Oh, like and you could also be like, blah, 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 just like whatever. <laughs> yeah. you well, it's done. satisfying to fill those in. Done also, done. do you remember like random? I, I don't know if you, this Designs? would have hit your high school. No, <clears throat> where don't say no. Someone. Well, it wasn't about designs. <laughs> where where someone would say there would be like a theory about this way to trick a scantron. Oh, I don't know this. Oh, okay. So this was uh, cheating was really popular at my high school. Everyone was Everywhere. always trying to. Okay, everyone's always trying to elevate it to an art. In my high school, yeah. I felt, and I really enjoyed partaking in that. But I, I recall this one lie that was going around for a while that that. <laughs> If you covered your entire Scantron with chapstick, that the the Scantron reading machine would just like mark it all as correct. It, it was not true. No shit. But all these guys would say it all the time. But then I I discovered I never did it. But I discovered I was like, oh wait, you're trying to trick people into because basically I would look around during classes test time sometimes and I would see someone rubbing fucking chapstick and I was like, you're just getting. You just got pranked, my guy. Hey man, dude, you got it. It's not going to do jack shit. Here. Yeah, it's going to. Con- if there's an error reading, it's a yeah. zero. Yeah, it's yeah. not like. A- go, Why does this whole thing smell like bubble gum? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so you have that paper going into the slit of your stomach. Yeah. Okay. Right, and that's reading exactly what you pulled from a little shelf. Right. Pooled. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Fill. I fill this. Pooled. So. What you do, you know, you complimented me the other day of me Bully. saying it correctly. Bully. Yeah. And then now I, I say it again. No, but now you didn't say it correctly, sweetie it, pie. I, oh, am I nice, honey bun? I don't know. So <laughs> what happens is you, you take one of the sheets of paper, pull yeah. it off, yeah. put it in your tummy slit, mm-hmm. and that piece of paper, along with other ones, don't stack them too much. The slit isn't big enough to hold more than one piece of paper. Okay. I good to know. I can't be more clear about yeah. this. 
People are going to stack four to five because they woke yeah. up late. Because that was happening with Scantrons, I remember. You can't put too many in at no, once. No, it's yeah. not going to read and it's going to clog the machine. And trust yeah. me, you're going to have to get a guy to go out to your house and figure out what's going on with your tummy. They're going to have to go to the back end uh-huh. to figure it out. Okay? And trust me, you're not going to want that early in the morning, especially if you haven't dumped. Yeah. All right? And there is a cleanup feed, just like Uber. So you get a piece of paper, right? And on that piece of paper punctured inside are are different things for the tummy to read the tummy computer to read but they are like you know what i don't want to hear about sports today i don't want anyone to tell me anything uh mean i love so this. like you just put that in there then into your tummy it's just your, your preference sheet preference goes so right when, in your slit whenever yeah. <laughs> your tummy slit yeah. whenever anyone brings that up in your day-to-day or like someone randomly like you overhear it at a bar whatever like that you block it out yeah. And music kicks in. I love it. So now like now what's going on inside your head yeah. is just like automatically just like hold music. Is there any indication that that's happening like to the outside viewer? Nope. No, no, no. That's great. No, no. So, so no they think knows. you're hearing the information right. now, and look, that you guys are bonding. The, the, only, the true way is like yeah. I'm talking to somebody and they're just not responding and like mm. I can see like a glaze or, or yeah. like because you can pay a premium for my own music. So I'll do custom music. Mm. It's the only thing that's going to be available outside of this like you know, really pretty basic. Yeah. Like I would music. pay for a premium where right when it starts, my nose starts bleeding profusely. So the person knows that, oh, so, the thing's happening. Because I gonna, want people to know I'm not listening. You're not going to be able to hack my system. Okay. Okay. So you're not going to okay. be able to bleed from, your okay. nose, from that. Okay. All right. Well, then I guess I hate the idea. Okay. Well, you're going to have to love it, buddy, because we're putting a slit in your stomach <laughs> and a small computer in there that every time the computer okay. reads a thing that you don't want to hear, music gets played in your fucking ears. You understand? Moving right along. Okay, this is something I'm very excited about. Joey knows nothing about this, but I assume that I the, the thing itself, I actually was thinking of Joey when I was reading that. This is this thing in social psychology called Dunbar's number. Have you ever heard of this? It's super interesting. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it's basically this idea about like how many um, personal relationships a me, person can, can have in their life. Can I guess Like successfully is? that are... Can I guess what it is? I already said it. But can I guess? Like, Can it, I guess? Can I guess? No. Are you kidding? I can't guess. You can't guess. Sorry, because I already told you the answer. But so so it basically says like how many personal relationships a person can have in their life or how many like social relationships that are like real that a person can have. Like you're talking about like actual capacity for an individual. Yeah. And yeah. it's fascinating. This dude did some like pretty real math to figure it Burned out. Burned a in, lot of bridges. In terms of like he – no, he literally did this thing where uh, – I'm going to get the science wrong here. But it was something like um, – like the ratio of mass and density of the neocortex to like the rest of the brain and the neocortex balances stuff like socializing and all this. No, no, no. That's the character Neo. Uh, neocortex basically just means new cortex, which oh, is no, the, the part of, of the brain that formed Crash after Bandicoot. the initial one with the, uh, 100,000 years ago with human. Dr. Neocortex. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> And then he has nitro everywhere. You're totally right. His name is Neocortex. And that's great. And I always loved that. But so anyway, so based on like this ratio, based on this, yeah, hey, you got a character name. I'm thrilled about it. But um, uh, and it's also an important example of if you said that to someone else, they wouldn't know the character name and wouldn't know what you're talking about. And so once again, Zach Reno is right. I do speak the same language as you. Enemy of the pod. Um, But so it's basically like doing this ratio uh, to determine like, the amount of like data that you can hold for individual people, right. whatever in your mind. Yeah. And the number comes out to being about 150. Wow. And really? so, yeah. And then there's all these crazy things like, 
That's a lot. It's sort of like the golden ratio idea, too, where then the number that this guy sort of devised, then you would see it, like, in all of these things. Like, this one example that this article gave was all about how, like, the most, the number one most common number of, like, Christmas greeting cards that get sent out is 150. Like, it's, like, across the board. It's, like, that is, like, almost the agreed-upon number that people will send is the maximum is about 150. Wow. And and then there's, like, a few other examples I can't think of. Maybe it has to do with, like, wedding-sized parties or some shit. Uh, but but then that the actual, like, like true uh, deep personal relationships with, like, meaningful, really meaningful social connections, that number, like, to in order to maintain, like, a sort of healthy balance in your life, it's five. And so it it goes, it's the spectrum of about five to 500 or uh, 150. But then there's also this whole idea. This article is talking about how the uh, uh, stuff like Instagram is so bad because it is in like direct defiance of that idea. Because you have all of these parasocial ideas. You have all these people like something I think about with Instagram all the time is there are certain people where I will meet them at a job and I will talk to them for two or three days. Or I'll meet them after an improv show and I'll talk to them for 30 minutes and then we'll follow each other on Instagram, whatever. I'll never interact with them in the real world ever again, but I see them all the time. And so I feel like I, oh, that's my buddy, that guy, whatever. And so the numbers far exceeds 150, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's just a thing I was thinking about because I would say also, I was literally, as I was reading this, I was sort of counting off how many people I would say are my close friends. And I would say my close friends, it is probably around five, five to 10 maybe. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's uh, because I also don't consider myself to be like a super, I'm not going and socializing a ton as a person. Mm -hmm. But while I was reading it, I was thinking about you because I was thinking I actually feel like, you know, with the way that you cold call people and all the ways that you harass just with your phone. I was thinking, oh, he actually does a good job of maintaining a a wide variety of relationships, even in defiance of your geography a lot of the time. Like you're always calling my best friend Steve and he lives in Philly, you know, and I'm like, you're talking to that guy like your friend. You know, it's it's an interesting sort of thing. And I was wondering, do you feel stretched thin with it? Or do you feel like I, I really am? Like, do you feel like it's like because uh, I feel like you uh, in the times that we've traveled together or like I've stayed at your parents' house, I'll notice that you will have a phone call with this guy. Or be, I was talking to my buddy Gus or I was talking to this guy and I, I'll be like, you, you're maintaining so many more relationships than I am. Like I have people and it's like I, I consider it, I'm maintaining the relationship. They hear from me once a year and, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my pal. I love yeah, that guy. Yeah. And I do mean it, but yeah. I just go, they don't want to hear from me. They don't, he doesn't need uh-huh. to hear from me, but I'll send a nice email once a year, not yeah. even around a holiday or anything. It's just randomly at 1 a.m. I'll mm-hmm. send an email, whatever. And and yeah, so I was kind of thinking, I was just curious about your general it's ideas so, on socializing. It, it, that's really funny you say that because uh, I, I think about it a lot. And like, I've stopped calling, FaceTiming you more. Well, because like, I asked you to, because yeah, yeah. of parenting basically makes it so that I go like, it is literally upsetting yes. the balance of the day if you so, FaceTime. Like, and- uh, that and like uh, uh, writing, et cetera. I was like, you know what? Like, yeah. I do love you. I actually don't. I'm not trying to hurt you. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I, I'm not going Hey, and to- I answered hundreds of calls a day during the pandemic. <laughs> you did. You, <laughs> you, you, you had to. I put in my time. You really did. But no, I appreciate that. I've had yeah. a lot of deadlines recently, yeah. and I feel like you have well, been respecting you, you got me. also a couple more years, and then uh, and then it's going to happen again. Well, when she's, you, you, when she's like going like school school yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. It's, it's popping back off again yeah you don't think you i know that, that. Uh, yeah, you no got, i understand that. so enjoy these years yeah yeah enjoy yeah. these years but i i think about that a lot of uh like people's boundaries to that and like comfortable because like i think most people 
uh, or like, yeah, I'll talk to him a couple of days, especially guys. You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll say that, you know, super general. Like, I'll talk to him once in a blue moon and like you meet up and it's like we never left, et cetera, right? Oh, like, yeah, that's, yeah. That, I love that's That's great. Uh, and I call people all the time. I love it. I think it's great. And I also think it's important personally. This might be my mental illness. I'm not saying it is. I'm not admitting to having one ever. Mm. But I, I think it's nice. To, I certainly, certainly would not yeah. limit yourself to one. I, nor would I. Yeah, if anything, yeah. I got thousands. Yeah, sure, well, that's what most. I would say. Yeah, exactly. But I, yeah. I don't have any. Yeah. I don't have any. Go ahead. So it's a LaCroix. It's a banana LaCroix. <laughs> that would taste very bad. <laughs> that would taste horrible. I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that the calls are a sign of like, hey, buddy, thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. Truly, those are like, that's why I'm calling. I don't, I'm never asking for anything. Yeah. I don't like, I'm like, I just want to see how you're doing, what's going on, uh, talk a little shit, and then like, peace out. I think it's just like a fun poke of just like, how you, you know, Papa, what's going on? Da-da. Do you feel like you get that from your dad? Uh, like I feel like your dad's a good caller. No, no, he, uh, yeah, I guess he calls us a lot, but he doesn't like. I don't think he calls people. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying like he's not. I don't think he calls a lot of people. But yeah, that makes sense. I I just find like especially during the pandemic and and uh, afterwards, like just be more precious of relationships and and like you know the being mindful that like we we became more isolated than we realized. Oh yeah, and we I don't think we're as ex- because of social media the things we just talked about. I don't think we're like as expressive like we're just more insular than i think we've ever been mm. and again i'm projecting no idea if anyone else feels this way but that uh we don't reach out because we don't want to be a burden etc cetera, etc cetera. and even when i do call people and they'll they'll like finally after the hundredth time i've called them in about 20 minutes they answer and they're like oh, i'm sorry i didn't call you back i'm like why are you sorry yeah well no there's definitely guilt yeah, associated that, with it well i think a I'm lot like, of us associate why? the cold call with either bad news or like uh like my dad was a big cold caller like a big like it's oh, like yeah, oh i'm in trouble oh yes. i'm in trouble right yes, now yes, yes. like a cold call reminds me of receiving the text that just says call me where i go oh shit <laughs> right, uh, right 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 okay okay right, right. Uh, but i hope i've fostered with enough people that like oh he's just like uh they uh, i love calling our buddy phil yeah. Whenever he's working. Yeah. That's I know, smart. I know that's smart. he's working. So I'm like, I'm gonna call him on a FaceTime. Can right you now. even believe how down to clown Phil is? Isn't he's it so amazing clown. when you when you he's find it's like Phil, I would say, is like one of the like, you know, he's now been a, a close pal of ours for like what, two or two years, years, whatever years. it is. Yeah. But like he you know, I just love when you find someone and you go like, Oh, you're in the fold immediately. Yeah, you're you're run. totally let's down. Run. Yeah. But I, I just think like I'll probably edit that out. I don't want him to know that. That's okay. Yeah. Hey, he probably won't listen. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I find like I don't know, I just want people to feel received or feel No, I think seen, you do a good job of it. Know, I really and, do. I personally and, resent it when it comes my way, but I think <laughs> overall and I love it when I see it's not directed my way. <laughs> like when I hear that you call Steve, I go like, Oh nice, Thank that's God. time off of mine. Attention's over there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like, how how many close friends would you say you have? I, I never, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like 15, 20 or something. Uh-huh. Like close friend. I don't know. In ter- yeah. Because I guess, yeah, you, you're like, what are the terms? What makes it a close friendship? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not, I've not really thought about it. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's a luxury. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they're obviously, like, yourself, and, like, there's people that I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously. But, like, I don't, like, really, when you think about it, because sometimes, they're like, you have close friends that just aren't in your, 
like physical sphere, like you said, like yeah. geographically they're they're further away. But I'm like, that's my fucking brother. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, no, no, no. Steve in Philadelphia, I consider him to be my very closest yes. friend, and we'll we'll go. You know, yeah. we won't talk for tons of time. But but so I'm like, that's what my fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I love the idea that the, 150 people can fit in your brain. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of people, man. That's yeah. a lot, a lot of people. Uh, and that- well, actually, the the article kind of breaks down how much it is actually not that many people. Like, it's pretty interesting. Like, a lot of the stuff it gets into sort of Man, cult, cult, article, cultural dude. anthropology and stuff. Well, no, because it'll go like you know, how many how many people do you notch off right away where it's like they're just in your family, so there's this immediate closeness. That's you not. Know? I don't count family. Family doesn't count. But Dunbar does because it's a well, one. Well, Dunbar's an idiot. It's like that's yeah. a forced relationship that I'm, I'm privy to because no, I No, that's true. I that's true. I'm not be... super close with any of my so, family. But, but like I, I am, but like, yeah. I don't consider that the circle. Sure, like, sure, because, sure. Like, I'm just telling you that these are general that's ideas. That's fine. That fucking dumbass scientist is going to do that. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I can write a book. Well, because one of the I main. I can write a book. One of the main perspectives of this uh, thing I was reading uh, is all about how like it's what we do as far as socializing goes now and the social experience of information and uh, other perspectives is so far from what our brains evolved to do. We hear this all the time. This is pop psychology basically. But like we, if you consider we're hunter gatherers, whatever, and then what is your social, social sphere then, whatever. And yeah. And, and it's, it, you know, it's like just a, a general understanding that to like, Humans are a collaborative animal, in, which is also a way of saying social. And part of that is that you realize our odds of survival are higher with more people involved. And so, like, initially the social instinct would arise from that, which is just, like, function, basically. Yeah. And then it becomes, you know, we start, as a species, we make art and we have concepts like love and kindredness. Well, this is, and, so 150 people obviously is not a lot of people in the in the, the, the spectrum of, like, how many people you know. Yeah. How many people are on your phone that you don't call, et cetera, like, you yeah. follow online, et cetera, the hundreds of 55 million people. Yeah. But I look at it as, I consider the relationships, uh, the first tier is texting then calling and then hanging out is like the, the last tier because if you're in that tier of like we we actually physically hang out yeah we make time to do that yeah and like okay well then you're you're in a, a, another you're in the closest circle uh-huh if, we're, if we can only just call we do that okay great like we're still close right but we're we're like now when we're moved from yes out. and then if we just text and like right outside of that if it's like social media or whatever then I, it's like we're, we haven't really connected in person and in and in a way that is me mentally like a meaningful bond, right? Yes. Like uh, even though we can like, uh, oh my god, like something can happen online where we're like like having a blast. Maybe like your gamer friends, or sure. like your Instagram friends, whatever the fuck it is. But the fact that we have yet to like do something physical mm-hmm. like that, like that to me is like what really my for my mind. Yeah, because like, I put way less value on that. Uh, that to me is the most just like oh do we go to have do we have dinner or something like that yeah do we go out to have a drink or something that to me is like the most prized i've said this about a trillion times in my life but so much of my early friendships were formed on aim mm-hmm. and what i discovered especially with now who i'm talking about a million times steve like i discovered that he and i communicated in the same way of like sending insanely long messages just back and forth all day yeah and to me i actually find that more valuable than hanging out in real life or whatever that's fine and then hanging out in real life and it being good that's sort of like oh nice oh Mm -hmm. that's perfect Mm -hmm. that we have that too but especially as i get older i i really i feel like i gravitate towards people who are sort of more uh communicative in that way like where where it's written no i love having big dinners i love let's come over let's barbecue 
Yeah. That's the best because I feel like I think per- I just like like to be alone so much that yeah. it, it's it's like the dinner is always fun and I enjoy talking and everything, but also the entire time I'm going, well, I sure wish I was, was, home was just and, like home laying down yeah, and not doing this. Totally. Yeah. That's why I want everyone to sleep over, have a little slumby plumby. Yeah. But no one does. I love a slumby plumby. The fucking best. This is what I would do about Dunbar's hat. Whatever. Sure, pretty close. So th- he had a big ass hat and he had a whole bunch of numbers in there. <laughs> Dunbar, obviously, when he brought the family in there, pissed me off. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have even brought that I up. I called honestly. him a dumbass scientist. And is he a dumbass scientist? I don't know. Yeah. I'm but not I, sure I, I regret saying that. I, mm-hmm. I regret maligning an individual that I've yet to meet. Okay. But if we were to meet, my said, assumption is he's dead. I, I just guess. Then I dig his ass up and we're going to talk, bud. Yeah. You don't think I can't disrespect a corpse? I'll do it again. All you right? don't think I can't disrespect a corpse? I'll do it again. <laughs> all right? But Dunbar, <laughs> if you're listening right now, like and subscribe, bro. Write a review. But the number thing, 150. Uh-huh. I, I actually like that number. 150, it's fun. You take any of those away, you get a number that's fun to say. 15, 50, zero, right? Very cool, right? But what I want to do is I want to evolve us to a place where we can stack a couple more O's at the end of us. Yes. But I want that to happen now. So, of course, what I'm going to be doing is working on some kind of medical facility to grow our brains and make our bodies smaller. Now, the head cavity is going to have to get larger. How are we going to do that? Well, I'm going to blow out the sides of our of our uh, skulls, right? But what I'm going to do is I'm going to reinforce that with concrete, rebar, mm-hmm. a little bit of ceramic siding because yeah. I want it to look good. You get to choose what wallpaper you want on the inside. That's something I'm going to gift you, right? And then we're going to cone it all the way to the center. And right when we get to the top, it's going to be a little bulb. So it's going to look like a little dunce cap, okay? It's going to be an LOL for all of us. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, aren't we all just silly dummies, right? You know what I mean? That's kind of that's kind of like a little clown hat. Like, yeah. That's what I'm looking at. You I know? love that. Old school, 1950s clown Hat, yeah right? i'm at a little carnival fair or whatever yeah, yeah your brain's in there yeah okay your brain's that big now yeah it's able to hold fifteen thousand close friends in the sphere all right yeah what's that gonna do what's gonna make social media even more dangerous i think those brains are gonna start to connect and meld into one until it's the social sphere is actually one because we're all the same do you remember the mud in the ps5 remember that uh, yeah. do you remember that yes do you remember what you did to me when that happened I'm not going to do it to you. All the brains are going to connect in this. Okay. How about that? I love How about that. all the fucking brains connect? That. And then guess what? There's no 15,000 more. All we're all connected as one universal being. And then we float out of earth and we are now a planet. We're just humies as a planet. Think about that, man. Okay. Actually, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm going to make that my, you know what I would do as well. We, what I would do with Dunbar's number is we would grow all of our brains into a whole new huge shape and then put all of them in the same body of water until they all become one huge network and then it is just one. The entire social sphere consists of one. But let's make sure everyone's facing up because we don't want anyone drowning. Well, everyone is one. Moving right along. It's on water. Definitely want them looking up. And let me also say, speaking of looking up, I did look up Dunbar during your monologue. I saw you on the phone. Yeah. And Robin Dunbar is the name of the uh, psychologist, sociologist, whatever it is. And he's still alive and he's British. Oh, well, guess what? Looks like I ain't desecrated any corpses then, bud. Exactly. All right. But Robin, Robert, whatever. Robin. I'll say it again. Robert or Robin. Like and subscribe (laughs) the pod. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Moving right along. Thank you. Now, this is one that I think we're going to have a field day with, and that's interior design. I have no eye for it. I have no eye for it at all, but I'm 
a very very tidy person. Listen I like I like to organize things and I, and I like to keep everything in balanced little piles. Listen to this. Recently, I was on John Hill's show, Sirius XM show. Yeah. Nathan Turner was on. Okay, I had to meet the gentleman. All right, found out who's this, that. This like super famous interior designer. Oh, okay? has like crazy wallpaper. Like has sure. his own company and shit. And people were calling in. We see this feather falling right now. It's yeah, feathers intense. falling through the sky. It's it's a perfect uh, helix. And look, just because we're recording, well, we can't have a little break and enjoy a little nature. Oh, like, I don't want to hear about it. the visual aspects. I want the audio. Oh, you know what? Here's an audio of me telling you what I'm seeing. There you go. You understand? If you're thinking about what I'm saying, then you're understanding that you're hearing what I'm seeing. So, so anyway. Nathan Turner was talking about all the interiors. People were calling in, asking questions about shit. And the guy... Had great fucking points. Duh. No shit. No, that's the thing with all interior design people is they just got it, they, dude. They, they hit, got it. It's not a problem. They hit. can visualize so fucking fast. It's pretty intense. And they also they did make fun of me because I, I had they, my hair wasn't as nice as they I guess everyone yeah. wanted to be, and they attacked me, and I felt yeah. I felt very well. Small the thing, well, moment, the but. reason that this when I thought of this as one of our topics, I was like, oh. Joey and I are actually in the exact same experience with this, which is that neither of us have a natural knack for it, but we're both in relationships with people yep. who who really do. Yeah, yeah. So I got gifted a disgusting, cursed clay troll by Emily yes, Altos. Emily. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was hearing about that for a few weeks she before told me, you were gifted. She that. told me. I was very excited about it. Finally, got it's disgusting. The elf of coins is in yeah. my home. The actual elf of coins. If look, yeah. if you're gonna, you're gonna want to throw that on the on the you know pod if Insta. You, if you want to make me some more co- elf of coins stuff, yeah, <laughs> you don't free. want that, dude. I Emily, Emily modeled this thing. She built this little elf of coins. Based on a meme that Joey had posted, and she built the whole thing, and it's incredible. It's, it's, it's so really accurate. Good. And when she was talking about how it's so cursed and so creepy or whatever, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for you to give it to him. She's going to reveal it to him at the Thanksgiving thing. And then right when she does, its leg fell off. It's cursed. like the most haunted cursed. fucking thing I've ever heard of. So I put it in the home. I put it in the bathroom because it can't make direct eye contact with you, but you know it's looking at you. So when yeah. you're dumping, yeah. it's looking at you. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth... Hates it. Emily said that her main thought was that Elizabeth was going to really hate having she it in the house. hates I hate it, too. It. I literally deleted the picture after she sent it to but me. But I think it's so <laughs> disgusting. It's so funny. Yeah. And it really triggered this thing in me. I was like, oh, I guess I'm like an interior terrorist. Yeah. Because all the things I want to yes. have up all the time are funny visual things that, yes. yeah, I guess what, they're not really like aesthetically pleasing. They don't yeah. really have a theme. Yeah. But I'm like, they make me chuckle out my ass. Yeah. And I, isn't that the whole point of like walking into a room? I shouldn't walk into a room and so. go like, Oh, 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 yeah. Well, every time I have been in a place you've lived before you were with Elizabeth, it was always, I would, the moment I walked into your actual living space, I would get so stressed. Yeah. I would feel this like panic in my heart where yeah. I was like, I got to get out of here. I well, got to it, get, it's not safe. It's, it's not safe. Room. I try to make yeah. escape rooms. Early <laughs> it was on. a really stressful environment. Yeah. But now let me say, be, I don't think I ever would have noticed how little I have an eye for interior design. Like, I think before I was dating Lauren, I was like, it's all good. Yeah. And, and then I, I, rem- I remember I she saw the room I was living in. And then she was like, you don't have a bed frame? And, and because remember, I just had that mattress on the floor. And I thought it was great. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess a bed frame. Why do I need that? Or like uh, all my books were just in huge piles on the floor, and awesome. I thought that was all good. It was all good, and then but yeah, it's interesting though because then because when you actually have a nice interior design situation, it's fucking amazing. It's really nice. Like we're so so lucky. Oh my god. Well, the even I will say this: it's all subjective. 
Okay, like like to, not, not not too well, subjective. Well, that's though. us truly doing nothing. Yeah. That's uh, that's us being like I'm you just gave me the piece of furniture. I it stays exactly where you dropped it off. I yeah. never move it. Yeah, There's yeah. no vision. You no, have, I have no that, vision. That's what I mean by subjective. No, no, but when and Lauren's dad's an architect and I remember when we first walked into our house, they immediately like the house that we ended up buying like I remember they would just go like, "Oh yeah, you take out this wall, you yeah, do yeah, this, right, you make right. this thing here, no, you made I, this." No, I, and I, as they're saying it, I, I'm just kind of nodding. And then her dad was like, "What do you think about that, Mike?" And then I was like, I don't give uh, a shit. "No, no." And then I said one thing. I was like, "Yeah, that seems interesting. Like maybe you take out this wall too." And then they both just looked at me like I was insane. And they're like, "No, you don't take that." It's wall. a load bearing. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh okay." <laughs> and that's always that was my experience through the entire sort of like you know fixing yeah. our house no, thing. Every way. idea I have is completely and wrong. Let, and let me, I, they're like a window in the floor. So I'm like right, well, uh, yeah, right. You can see see your feet. <laughs> you see your feet. I mean, like, if, like your vision. If you have a vision, yeah, awesome. Yeah, might not be my cup of tea, right? Yeah. But I'm like, you got something. You're but like, you have no vision. I, I, I not interior design ways. Yeah, I don't either. I, have I go. I want it to feel nice. I want it to feel nice, but I can't even point to something that I want it to no, feel no like. Idea. I did at one point feel so slighted by this, and I felt like the fuck like i i wanted to find like a, a foothold visually for myself within the apartment yeah didn't, didn't know what to do let it go let that I, I go did. You i did i did and it was go, great yeah. it's like i don't give a shit yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah i don't care it's a great experience for admitting that you're wrong yeah it's like i don't need to i don't i never cared about but it, now but now let me about? ask you this because i don't know what the dynamic is like with elizabeth but lauren will still always ask me for my opinion on some design thing but but I'm I will go like why are you asking me I I don't certain, like no uh, I don't everything I'm gonna say is wrong there, like yeah. and and I have no strong beliefs at all with it I just go I don't know no, I don't know this is the trick you got to know what they're really looking for no of course I, I, I'm married man you gotta I, go, you gotta go, I know I know that game for you sure say the opposite um, then they say their point you go actually that one's the one yeah well or no That's a lot of the time one. I'll go Lauren will show me two things she goes do you like this one or do you like this one I'll go I think I like that one and she goes. Oh, because I was thinking that this one is actually the good one. They go, no, no. Well, that one's better. You that's know, it's like, I'll, that's, yeah, I'll that's just what I'm change. Saying. You got to just change it immediately. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I'm, but you yeah. got to play like that's eh, the other. Yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's, I don't act it super hard. Swayed. You're kind of almost like flexing your acting. I my am. my acting is. I'm, Where else I'm, am I supposed to get reps right now? I'm more of doing like a it's table read acting. <laughs> Yeah, where I go, oh, this one or this one. So you play this it as one. if you've already been cast. Not yeah. me, bud. Yeah. Okay, I earn. No, you're, yeah, you're hungry. I, I, I'm you're hungrier hungry, than I am. Dude, yeah. okay? That's the difference, <laughs> all right? I get mine, all right? You're like, it's that one or nothing! But this is what I would do about interior design, Yeah. okay? First off, the thing that I really pisses me off about the word design is that I don't see anywhere from 12 to 60 people drawing everything out in a blank space before everything gets put in. Sure. And I think when I hear design, mm. that's somebody drawing. Oh, sure. Now, yeah, that's just a misunderstanding you have in your brain. But it's yeah. still in my brain. Yeah, so, so it has to be serviced. This is what I would do, uh-huh. is I would get anywhere from a dozen to 60 people mm-hmm. in any blank space. Huge number. Well, it depends on the size of the bathroom. Yeah. And I would get everyone to draw out where everything is in, in this completely blank space. Yeah. Right? So we know, oh, okay, that's where the toilet goes. This is where the little faucet handles. Oh, you're saying out. drawing it like true to scale? Not just drawn on the wall. Or on the floor. True to scale, though. They're not drawing tiny little, and it's not on a piece of paper. If they drew it, Mike, if you drew it on a piece of paper or drew it tiny, how the, then I'm going to buy a toilet that size. And when they finally install it, how the hell am I, it's going to get sucked into my butt when I dump it down there, okay? <laughs> then that's another problem for me, okay? Because I got the, the paper feeding into my tummy. I think I just hit my wall with you today. 
I think I have. You know, you know. Sometimes I go. I can be on his side for a while. I can be on his side for a while, and then it's something like that. I go. You know what? I can't. I know we have one more topic and some conditionals to do, but I just Dude, can't. You brought it up. I know. You brought it I up. I know, but I fucking regret it. Yeah, but then so everyone's drawing to scale. Okay, no, I, th- you can't. You can't. You can't get back to it by saying the thing I asked as a question that you then mocked the entire time and then say it again as though like as I was saying. As I was saying. I was saying. Okay. That. I was saying. Okay. That. Okay. You're drawing the you're drawing the toy the size of the toilet. Okay. And it's great. It can't, it can't be 3D unless what you do is you get other walls, other rooms. You take off different walls and different pieces pieces of wood to to draw on. <laughs> this is the worst system I've ever heard of, and I'm gonna just leave it where it is, and I'm just gonna move on to mine, which is that here's here's my feeling with interior design. If you're going to interior design the home that I'm living in, you have to completely. You need to give me the wardrobe that supports that design because I feel like for each room, yeah. And so, and I want to have outfits per room that complements the design of that room. And I'm assuming is that so much to ask? And, and no, not at all. No, let me just. I'm I want. I, I will tell you what. I want to. I wish that I. I wish I was. I rich enough that I could have someone who just dresses me every single day and not just styles me, rolls physically, me out of bed, yeah, changes we know my diaper, puts it on. We know what you mean, but I'm I'm imagining this just in the initial yeah. scenario that you're speaking about. You have clothing for each room, which I think is correct. It's that, a good idea. It's just hanging there on the door. I was going to say, but it's in the doorway, yeah, like suspended with saran wrap. Yep. You're fooling me. I love this. And then you just kind of get pushed in. Well, I don't it. like the saran wrap idea just because it's bad. It makes no sense. But I, I, I mean, would it makes no like sense. hanging up, it, and then you can see it, through it. Sure, but if yeah, great. But if if it was instead of that, it's more oh, of a, it's tin either, foil? either a Wallace and Gromit style machine or like an Inspector Gadget style machine where I walk in and it dresses me. That's what I would prefer. Uh, it's way too complicated. You don't for want you. For you, it is. For me, it's adequately complicated. So for you, you need a, an entire like mechanical like just in my doorways. Machine, just as I walk into each room, I just need saran wrap. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> suffocate from that so fast. I'm gonna walk in and go, huh? Everything's really blurry. Oh, there's saran wrap covering my face. Saran wrap. <laughs> Moving right along. Now, this is an exciting one because we came up with it on the fly. Uh-oh. Right right as we were about to start Pop recording, we, we we jumped through a bunch of different things here, and we landed on this one. And it's pretty interesting because I actually did something I wouldn't normally do, which was I know something about this, and I didn't tell Joey that before we started. Interesting. So he said it, and he goes, I wonder what the origin of that is. And I was like, I actually already know what the origin is, but I'm not going to say it until we're recording. Okay. I just sat in complete silence when he said that, you guys. I just waited. <laughs> I was like, you, you don't even know. All I do right. know the origin. So we're talking rain checks. Now, first of all, I associate rain checks with flakiness. I don't consider flakiness to be bad at all. I know it's a stereotype of people in LA to be flaky. I think that... I like it. I don't give a shit. Well, if someone, if I have friends who reschedule on me constantly and we never hang out, and I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. I don't care. We talk and it's all good. I don't care. 
But I feel that people will often try to shame me about flakiness in some way. And I just am like, I don't care. I right, I, right. I intend that's... it when I want to make the plan with you and I want to go make that yes. work. But if something rises and I can't change it, then I go, I'm not going to make it You're work. Flexi- it don't, I don't you, care. You have a flexible schedule. They might not. And that's why yes. the frustration Well, the person arise. that I'm actually thinking of complaining about this does have a flexible schedule. Well, then they need to shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I want to say this because this is a really fun callback. And this is a nice like mm. episode stack sandwich that I think happens... And it doesn't always happen, but when it does, it's like really, really nice. Yeah. Where this now, rain tracks are going right into, you know, radio silence. Yep. And similar vibe. numbers. Like where we're like, okay, now we're like talking about like your capacity this for information. This is a social episode. It is. We're talking about our capacity for information ingestion to that our capacity to like even socialize with that information or how much mm-hmm. we can go to. To then finally say, You're like, right. I'm disconnected. Really from connected that, right? today, actually. So like, way more is, than usual. This is great. I really, yeah. really like this. This is a callback that like, it's just, my nipples are hard. Yeah. So, I, well, let me tell you the fact that I know about rain check, okay. which is that the term is from like eighteen mid eighteen eight mid eighteen eighties, like eighteen ninety, whatever, from early baseball games, and it was that you would give a rain check two people who came to watch a game that got rained out. And oh, so when you get a wow. ticket to come to the next event, that was called the rain check. Oh, and it's gosh. all about a, an a event suddenly being canceled, but you not be, it's not your fault or anyone's fault. Unders- and so here's your rain check to come to the stadium to watch the next wow, one. Wow. Yeah. And you hate going to the games. Yeah, but I love factoids. That's amazing. I love a factoid. I love that factoid. Yeah. I always hear it all, again, heard it all the time, and I always thought it was a check for rain, or like to use in a rainy day, like that kind of thing. Never knew. Mm-hmm. Didn't even take the time to look it up. Yeah, yeah. Can't, I remember, can't take a lot of information right now. But rain checking to me is, I, I find, again, because I'm always calling people, and I'm yeah. always like, hey, let's fucking kick it, et cetera, et cetera. Like, uh, there is a certain kind of like kicking the can down the road thing, yeah. where I'm, I'm like, I, you, this, is, this is your way, or people's way in general. Of being like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm probably, you know, maybe they want to be isolated for a bit or whatever. Uh-huh. Or maybe they don't even want to hang out. So I'm like, oh, okay, this person's gonna lose it, lose interest. Yeah, not me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, oh no, I'll always continue <laughs> yeah. to follow up. On hey, it. I'm just like, but I just, oh. I feel like the the instinct to like malign someone for rain checking or rescheduling. I just I don't have that at all. I just no, go, oh, no, no. I don't know. Shit comes up all the time. I I, I don't care. I, I and I love when people reschedule on me. I yeah, really nice. love it. It is very nice. But there's I I I, just, I know what you're talking about though. I have this one friend. I'll even call him out. His name's Elliot Schwartz. He's a groundling. We we have <laughs> almost hung out so many times, and he's like a, a really good pal of mine. Like I like him. We always chat. We have a trillion mutual friends, but we've never hung out in real life. And we will always have a plan to meet up. And then it's always day of, day before he has a thing. But now the thing with Elliot is he has a six-year-old daughter. And so to me, I go, there are no rules. No, I course, cannot hold you to going to anything I don't care. Yeah. I have a two-year-old daughter. I'm like, I look, I can't go. Like, I wanted to go yesterday to go play some chess. And I was like, I can't. My daughter is sick. I can't go. I would say a dinner. Get the families together. Kids are there. But you know, who am I? Uh, uh-huh. Who am I? Uh-huh. But I, I don't find... I, Elliot, let's hang out. Elliot, but I know you listen. Write a review. <laughs> Write a review. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't find anyone changing the schedule as an issue to me personally because, again, I'm like, mental health, what's going on with you? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. I wish, though, when people were feeling a little down and like we had plans, like, trust me, you're, you, I, I feel more more often than not, you'll be happy that you went out even though it was like a burden to get there. That time. is true. So I'm like, I wish No, you, that's 100% true, actually, with basically but, all socializing. But like, I get it. I get when people are like, ah, I can't, I can't, I can't. And some yeah. days you're just like, I just want to unplug. It was, I've been busy. I stacked yeah. this. I said yes to this before all this shit happened. Please, I need a break. Ever since switching in a 
fairly aggressive turn of events to becoming like an extreme morning person to like getting up really early. Yeah. I have my my flakiness has gone way up. Really? Where I'm just so much more tired oh, at night right, that right. I'm like, oh, I, I don't have the energy yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like I wanted to go to a birthday, that birthday party, Emily's yeah. birthday party. And but it was like by five PM, I was like, Oh, I've already done like a million things. Today. I, I simply cannot go to this. Even though I it's like I really want to go. Right. I simply cannot do that. Yeah, yeah. Just just too much. I don't yeah, f- like flaking on stuff. I will say like making that a pattern, like being like a habitual flaker. Well, that's why I gotta call out Elliot. Yeah, call him that's out. That's why I'm here today to call, call him well, out. That that's what the podcast is for. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's now we're like, okay, and some kind of intervention needs to happen. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, why are you being such a reckless? Because it's not mm. like a, I'm a random. Like, I'm like your friend. And like, yeah. you're like what, what's going on? And now I assume it has nothing to do with me. That's my assumption in this scenario. Yeah. They're like, okay, this person like, you know, just needs some certain kind of physical outreach. Right? We just got to like, what's, you know, what's good? Let's pull you out of the funk. Yeah. That to me is always like a red flag of like, what is going on? That's, so that, that's when I get nervous. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my buddy's sad or some shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I don't. It's and like I can't do anything to cure the sadness, but like I want you to know that like, hey, there's people around you. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We can come to you too. You know what? I actually think I have my. You know what I would do here, and it's, it's interesting. Well, because here's what I'm thinking. I think that you should have. There should be almost like a Dunbar style number. Yep. There should be a a rain check number like that each number? relationship has, where you go, you can't exceed more than five. Gotcha. If you do five rain checks on me without us meeting up in between, we have to go to court. Oh, and then shit. we're going to present all of our stuff to a judge. Jesus. I think it should be televised for the fun. Televangelical. And you, you you go to court, and then you guys just present it. You show the text. You show the intention. You show all this stuff. And then the person who's flaked these five times, they got to say, you know, they got to really defend themselves. And I'm going to just sit there kind of going like, I just want to hang out with this guy. I don't, not, I don't really know That's what your defense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And good luck. Good fucking luck. Good fucking luck. Yeah. If you're up there and this guy's going, I just want to hang out. The jury, you're fucked. The jury's gonna be like, "Well, I like. Th- why didn't you want to hang out with the yeah, guy? Yeah, that guy's so nice. Yeah, what's up yeah. with that guy? And then you're gonna say some shit, and then you're gonna get angry and personal, and you lost. Yep, Elliot, you fucking lost. Yeah, Elliot. yeah. You're, I look, I don't know you. Hate to malign you. Yeah, but you're fucking done. No, good guy. Big, big fan. <laughs> really big, big good fan guy. Of him, but you're but done. In, bud. The, in the court, in the court of rain check. You're yeah. Fucked. That's 25 to life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it's all max sentence stuff. Yeah, that's hard prison. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. super max. Colorado. Yeah, and, and the judge is going to really condescendingly say to you, good luck rain checking on that. But they're elected officials. Yeah. They yeah. get to have their own swag. Why the hell not? Mm-hmm. If I was a judge, I'd have bedazzles yeah. on my on my little thing. And that's one of many things that's going to keep you from ever getting to hold that position. And that's why I got to keep running. Yes, it is. This is what I would do about rain checks. Number one, I really do want to take the idea of rain checks and like make it about rain and checks. Make the checks just wet as hell. Every time it rains, I should get a check from my insurance company. Yeah. Any insurance company. I don't give a shit. State Farm, yeah. Allstate, any of the states. Give me a check when it rains. That I, You I, know, that scratches the whimsy itch I'm always talking about. Just insane. make the world a little bit more whimsical. Thank you. I really like Thank that. Thank you. Now, before we get into I'm our... not done. That was the first part. Asshole. Oh, okay. But let so... me just interrupt with my five quick questions. Oh. What is your favorite sound or noise? What is your favorite swear word? Fuck. <laughs> what is your favorite quote? I'll think of it later. Mm. Is there a word you love to say? Squish. How many push-ups can you do? Six, 600K. 
Thank you. So this is the second thing. Yes. It's the second thing I want to get into, okay? The actual moment when an individual doesn't want to hang out with you, right? They rain check. Yeah. Now, look at even how I said that. They don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. Already taking it personally. Taking it very personally. Can't help it, bud. That's yeah. just how I was raised. So I'm texting you. <laughs> let's just say in this situation, you. Not you, but I'm talking about you. Yeah. You, we're hanging out. We're like, we're about to hang out. And I'm like, hey, let's. we're going to meet at the coffee shop. And then you hit me up. I can't make it anymore. Right, I'm already at the coffee shop. Yeah, what do I do? Oh, I'll always do. I'll try try and give at least 24 hours on on a rain check. So if you're I, already I, if the person's already not, at the location, that's fucked. Hey, I'm not saying you. I know. I I'm know. I'm not saying I'm, you. I know that. I'm talking. I know that, and I knew that you were gonna say that as the thing in response to what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck if you're talking to me. I'm saying generally speaking, no part of me is going. He's talking to me. I have to respond. I'm saying generally. I am sp- talking to you though. That's what I'm saying though, dude. I. <laughs> I need the podcast to be over. It's not. I, I am struggling We're with you today. still in my what I would I do? Struggling. We're still in my what would I would do? I am struggling, <laughs> right? dude. Yes, go I'm on. I'm talking to you. But I'm not talking to you. But I'm talking to you. You're not talking to you. Of course I'm talking to you. I'm not touching you. All right? Go so on. I'm, Our toes are still interlocked. Uh, because the sweat crystallized. Yeah, so it's fucking hurting. It's going up my ankle. So, all right. So... You text me, you can't be there. Okay, what am I going to do? So now what happens is I go, oh my gosh. Everyone in the coffee shop goes, rain check. I'm yeah. going to sit home. And I'm like, yeah, I got my buddy rain checked on me. And then like the barista's like, what the hell? The owner comes out there and she's like, what the hell? One of the customers, what the hell? All women. Uh, well, there's men there too. Mm, I just, just want to focus on the female characters. Nice, okay? nice. That's the point of this. That's great. Right? And so we all get together like, what the hell's going on? They're like, we got to do something. They're like, what's, what's, what's the issue? And I to give them the whole text, the whole history. They're like, fuck this. Fuck yeah. this shit. Yeah. We go find you because you don't realize I have an air tag on you, right? We find you. What are you doing? You're at home drinking coffee. Writing, mm-hmm. bum rush you, dude. We drag your it's my ass greatest out, fear. Okay, <laughs> we, <laughs> you drag me to go get coffee with you guys. Yeah, we drag you through the street. Yeah, okay. We're more just like by the ankles, walking down there, love walking it. there. Okay, I everyone's screaming at you. I love that. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's you. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Everyone, ah, ah. we get to the coffee shop. Right, right when we get in there, everyone's just. Right back, into right back to their shit. But you're all fucked up. You're but all you're sh- back into it too. You're going like, hey, did you see that thing today? Was just like, oh, I have man. to. I'm. T- I mean, I'm kind of huffing about. I don't do. I don't do a lot of cardio. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm doing the best I can to make it seem like it is. I get yeah. my cold brew, and then I force you to do the non-range. I force you to do the thing that you were supposed to do with me. I love that because you were supposed to because you agreed to it. No, I love that. That's great. Now, before we get into conditionals, let me just say, here's the thought I'm having: is that no matter where I go. I will always bring a book bag with me. Yeah. And I'll have like two books in it, a couple magazines, notebooks, pens, Rubik's Cube, phone, some little fidget spinner type stuff, my computer. It's your go bag. Yeah, but I always have it with me. I'm not I'm not kidding. I will always have this with I've, me. I've been out with you. But it makes it to me that if anyone is gonna bail on me, if there's gonna be any kind of change of plan, I do not care at all. Like, if I'm ever going to meet up with someone, and I've done this to you and yeah. Paul, PFT, that time yeah. we were getting dinner, I will always get to the place early, and I'll just sit there and write for, like, 30 minutes. If someone then texts me, oh, we're not coming, I go, I don't, it's fine. Oh, yeah, it's great. I almost feel like people who complain about the rain check, I'm like, bring a thing to do. Who gives a shit? But have another thing, thing to, to do. do. Yeah, I know, but I That's just, the thing to do. Yeah, don't get <laughs> smug with me. That's, you, the thing to do is the thing that we think that we're going to do. Let's get into these conditions. I have bad news for you. Why must I be tortured again by all this? It might be a strange idea, but it's mine. So, here we go. You're walking through your town, 
and everyone's looking at you. It's my and, town. And yeah. And, well, you're a really popular person there, but you're kind of, it's again, it's a quantum leap style scenario where you're kind of trying to remember you're walking very smugly, but everyone keeps pointing at you and whispering, it's the mustard man. The mustard man is here. The mustard man is here. And so you're walking again, quantum leap style where you, this isn't the reality you're familiar with, but you're going, I'm the mustard man. And then you're following your feet. You're going, okay, I guess I'm going I that know, way. I know what and it you is. see this big sandwich shop and I guess you're going there. So what do you do? What is the mustard man? This is, I just know it in my bones. Yeah. I, I like breathe in people's noses uh. and mustard shoots out of their belly button. That makes me literally <laughs> want to never do this podcast again. <laughs> Let's just move right into yours. <laughs> And that mustard is able to go like on all the different hot That's dogs great. And, That's like, great. Pizza and yeah. Whatever yeah. Else. Each, each person, a different type of mustard comes out. Yeah. If you want stone ground, <laughs> that just really depends on your like hygienic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like are you clean or not? Got it. If you're a little dirt boy, you got a little German stone ground in there. Uh, and uh, I guess the cleaner you are, the more. No, no. I said we're ready to move along. <laughs> mustard shooting out of the belly button is enough for me. Yeah. But you got to like, I got, it, I, got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. To shoot it, yeah, to yeah, it's me. sick. It doesn't come out of nowhere, dude. Uh, okay, you're the mustard man. It doesn't come so out. So it's, of it's a little bit like the candy man. Like it, it's the, there's something bad about it. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. I, it's my town. I bro. don't want that to happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I should have understood that the the whispers were fearful. <laughs> you turn and breathe in one of those kids, and he's shooting fucking I'm doing it to kids. brown mustard I'm out of his belly. I'm doing button. it to kids. I'm fucking doing it to I'm doing it to the guy who owns the mustard shop. Okay, I'm doing it to Mr. Clarkson. Yeah, all right. Feels like that's the last guy you needed to do it to. He owns a mustard shop. He's <laughs> well, got mustard. But do it I'm somewhere else. Do it at Jimmy John's. I'm the only guy that can make mustard come out of the belly button. You're right, he, but can't they? You can still buy it. So he's going to have his overhead be something rather than just me breathing in his nose and squeezing it out of his nose. I guess that I just feel like the, the moral baggage of knowing all of this mustard came out of my belly button would make it so that I'm a little bit less interested in selling it. <laughs> that's why you're bad at business yeah right? you're right that's why you're, you're bad right. at business all right you're at a men's warehouse all mm-hmm. right the famous famous men's suit and clothing boutique mm-hmm. okay you're trying to get something quick off the rack all right you find something fits well enough what are you like a 42 regular i don't know what you're like i think i'm a 42 long 42 long yeah long arms and it's like all right the arms are great but like you know the tail is too long it's like it just my go- prehensile tail no like that's the, fine. That's a fine length. Everyone's the, like, like, that's fine. The back of the suit as well is like, it's going below your crotch. It's too uh, long, right? So you got to uh-huh. bring it up. You got to hem it. Got it. And so you go up to the guy and you're like, excuse me, like, do you do alteration? Like, of course we do. And they're great. Well, I, I, uh, you know, how quickly can these be turned around? And they go, normally it takes about uh, one to two weeks and you need it for this wedding. This weekend, it's Thursday. Yeah. Wedding's on Saturday. Like, Fuck. He's like, actually, is if it's a rush thing, we can do that. It's just going to cause a little <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So far, this is a, looking okay to me. I think everything's going to be good okay. here. And he goes, uh, how much is, is it more? And he's like, it's actually $50 more to do alterations. All right. Oh, that's the whole thing? So yeah, great. Oh, those 50 bucks, do the alterations. But then you, why not go to like a, a like a local dry cleaner to like help them out? Like, and, and, well, because it's all right here. It's for the convenience. <laughs> why are you asking me a question that you're going to get upset when I answer normally? So bizarre. Okay, so you have this friend, and he's always complaining about his back pain. Like, to a point where you're going, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. he's 
always talking about his back pain. So, so bad. Like, the group is kind of killing him or you're talking about excommunicating him, but everyone's like, he's my best friend. Like he has chronic back pain. You know, it's like that kind of thing. And so you're constantly reading the room. You're like, okay, no one else wants to do it. It's all good. So, so then I gotta, I gotta no, turn them. Well, now, no, now instead you become obsessed with like it, somehow instead of doing the negative malignant thing, like is your instinct, you decide you're, I'm going to try and help him. So you, you go through all these ideas of how to help him. Oh, should I do the thing where I grab him and try and crack his back, whatever yeah. you do that doesn't really work. You guys are doing all this more. stuff. You, you guys are on a long walk this one day and he's just going my back, my back. Oh my God. I just need to sit down. You're looking around. There's nowhere to sit. You go, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a squat right here, and you can sit down on me. A squat, whatever it is. And he, and you, so you get into your little squat chair position. You mean like and on then, fours? And on then, all fours. I'm picturing a squat, you talk, like, like your lap is yes. the seat. Okay. And then, your your chest is the back that's of the chair. Insane. You're an idiot. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like you, the guy in the, not. in the conditional, the guy's an idiot. This version of you thinks I should pop into a squat and let him sit on my lap. Any fucking sense? I'm telling you what the dumbass did. So you're in this squat, and then he goes, "I don't know, you dumbass. That's pretty stupid, but I'll sit on it. Fine." He sits on it, and he goes, "My back pain. It's gone. You're the comfiest chair in the world." And then the moment passes, whatever, he stands up. He's like, oh, I actually do feel a lot better. A couple days go by. He's got the back pain again. A couple other friends have back pain. They all start texting you. They go, hey, Jeremy said that you let him sit on you and you're like the most comfortable chair in the world. Everyone is talking about it. You're the most comfortable chair in the world. So that is now a huge part of your identity. How do you use this? For profit. Yeah. You want back pain fixed? You you don't want surgery, right? You don't want to go to like, you know, physical therapy? Yeah. It's 50K. Mm -hmm. 50K a drop. All right, you want your bums talk, touching these thighs? Fifty k. Okay. People pay. People pay, and then guess what? If they don't pay, I fuck up their back even worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, great. You're at a McDonald's. All right, you're waiting in line. Uh, there's someone in front of you who's like being rude and just like talking about like this wasn't uh, warm enough or something. Uh-huh. Some kind of bullshit inconvenience. Warm enough, not even hot enough. Yeah, just like it's yeah. just stupid. They want a free meal, and it's just like and it's like it's all just. I don't even know they want a free meal. They just want like just to inconvenience you. But this is just a classic asshole, right? Uh-huh. You watch that go down. You're like, whatever. You get up to the the register. It's that same person who had to deal with that asshole is now taking care of you. You take a second to kind of like decompress them. Yeah. Like, how you doing? Good, all right. Mm-hmm. Stuff. You get the food. And then you realize you're like, you know what? I'm gonna make their day a little better. You slip them a fifty dollar bill. Okay. What do you do with the food you get? I eat it. Yeah, I guess I. You don't eat give it. it to the guy or the girl who is working. What is happening here today? <laughs> you you're asking questions that have the most direct answer, <laughs> and then when I say the most normal <laughs> answer, you have this weird problem with it. Oh, it's yeah. so bizarre. That's great. It's so, so bizarre. You are walking by a church, and you feel this instinct to go inside. Got to get baptized. And when you start walking towards it, and you try to open the door, your hand, fuck, it's like it's like the, the door handle's like on fire. There's it burns you so much. You're like, there must be a fire inside there. You yeah. try and grab it. Oh, God, my hand. Yeah. Your buddy's like, let me go in. Let's figure it out. He grabs it. Not a problem. Goes right He's in. He's on fire. You're like, my buddy must be on fire. I got to save him. You try <laughs> and grab it again. Ah, oh, my fucking hands. A priest walks by. He he goes, you're cursed. That's obviously that you're cursed. You got to get exercise. You go, I gotta, I'll get exercise by getting the cardio from saving the people from this burning church. Yeah, right. Again, you grab the things, yeah. whatever. This goes on and on for well, a super long time. Why don't I break in one of the time. goddamn windows? You run over to hit one of the windows. You charge up against it, and then boom, dude, your entire side just blazes. It's so hot. Jesus. You look inside there's through the window. There's a fire. You look inside through the window. You see not a single piece of evidence that there's a fire. So people are, the congregation's in there. Everyone's it's vibing. It's NASCAR fires where it's an invisible flame. I don't know about that, but basically what ends up happening 
is you have to acknowledge to yourself that you are experiencing some kind of Dinonic Paneshin, right? And so so you know you got some Dinonic Paneshin, yep. something's going on with you, yes. but you're also uh, it's kind of a smug guy, no offense. None taken. And so you, you're you going like, no, if anyone's going to solve this, I'm going to solve this. You have to. So then you grab the priest by his collar, and you're and it slides right out, and you're like, what the oh, hell? No. And you, so you throw that little piece, but then you grab him by the collar of his shirt, and you bring him towards you, and you go, you ever seen a guy do an exorcism on himself? And so then he's like, no, I don't think the church would approve. And you go, come with me. And you, you take this guy to your house, and you're going to put on a performance where you do an exorcism on yourself. Walk me through the beats of the performance. Well, first off, I'm doing a one-man performance of Streetcar Named Desire. Okay. And that's part of the Dinonic Paneshin that's, uh, that's exorcism. Actually, that's me doing it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's <bud>. unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. You're going to start with a streetcar named Desire with one, you doing the all of the parts. I know for a fact in 1996, James Gandolfini put on a performance on Broadway of Streetcar Named Desire. Okay. Solo Bolo? No, he was part uh, of an ensemble. Uh, okay. But, but you want to one up him. I want to one up him. Okay. Yeah. One of the greatest yeah. TV actors <laughs> yeah. of all time. Yes. Okay. Probably gifted as one of the greatest TV characters ever. Yeah. Okay. Anthony Soprano. Tony Soprano. <laughs> and uh, during my Streetcar Named Desire performance, I keep on asking the priest if he's seen The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. He says, yes. I'm like, favorite episode. He kind of is like casual about it. I realized after a while, he's never seen it. Yeah. Pause the play. Yeah. We got to watch every single episode. Yeah. Right? We put that on. Then also, I'm like, after each episode, I put on Talking Sopranos, except yeah. I put on Talking Sopranos season two, episode four. I'm like, gotta go back. Yeah. So we go back to episode one, season one, pilot yeah. episode. That's when we have Steve Strippa, Michael Imperioli. Yeah. Take us through all the ins and outs of what's going on. Because I'm like, dude, if you can't, you got to understand. This yeah. is better than any kind of like. Yeah. Uh, like Your head is like spinning around and around. You're shooting vomit. The, yeah. right, this priest is like, I can't handle it. And I'm like, well, then you, maybe you shouldn't do this, bud. Mm, so you just like, get him to leave the faith. Well, because it's like, look, man. If, Which is ultimately the goal of a, of a paneshed person. Yeah, but it's like, it pisses me off because I'm like, this is a, this is a great show. Yeah. This is a great show. You, should, you yeah. should be into it. Yep. This is a great show. I love it. It's like, come on. Okay. All right. You are walking through a park, beautiful park. Let's say it's um, what's that? The uh, Prospect Park in New York. Okay, okay, gorgeous, right? So you're walking. Kind around. of flexing that you were just there a little bit. Well, what is, I wasn't at the park. Oh, yeah, but I know. But it's even to use an East Coast reference. You know, Elysian Park's right here. Yeah, I don't go to it. Yeah. So you're walking around Prospect <laughs> Park, right? And you see this guy flying a kite. Yeah. And he's flying. You're like, that's pretty cool. And then next to him is like another kite, just kind of like sitting there idle. Like, obviously, he's just like cycling through them. He, he looks over his shoulders. He sees you watching. And he, and he like kind of nudges you towards like the kite. He said, do you want to fly it? Mm. Like, I don't know. He's like, come on. Just, just, just fly it. You know, the wind's great right now. I'd love yeah. to see both of them in action. Why don't you just take the line? He's like, and you're like oh, okay, fine. So you go over there. You, you, you know, you unravel it, throw it up, doesn't go, of course. She's like, you know, laughs a little bit, but like in a playful yeah. way that's like non threatening. He's like, yeah, just get a little running start. Yep. Like, oh, that's right. Boom, boom. The kite goes up. It's amazing. It's yeah. huge. It's like a dragon and a boat fighting each other. Wow. Right? You're like, well, this is insane. I What's love going it. on? This is great. And the guy's like, do you like the thing? He's like, yeah. And he's like, you know, I just got $100,000 cash. <laughs> I'd love to give it to you. And he gives you the $100,000 and you take it. What, what, do you, what do you do? Do you, do you keep flying the kite? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I just keep flying the kite, and then I go, I got, I got this $100,000. I guess I got to put it in my bank account soon. That's a great question. Uh, before we end the episode, let me just let me just throw out a really fast anecdote that I just find so funny. Many, many years ago, I, I was dating someone, and Joey, the very first time he was meeting her, it was like a, a week out from my birthday or something. Oh, and Joey was stoned out of his mind back when he used to smoke weed. Was high. And, 
And this person, she brings out, she goes like, I have a present for you, Mike. I and know. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. This is so cool. It's, you know, very unexpected. Comes and out with a tube, PVC pipe tube. Simply the most nondescript tube you've ever seen in your entire life. Yes. And then Joey, he just immediately goes, what is that, a kite? And he just says it instantly, bluntly, and even like humorlessly. Like he just says it. <laughs> also, I had not really spoke a lot that night. Yeah, yeah. And this is the first time you had met this ex of mine. And she was terrified and hated me at the same yeah, time. She, it, she, it was a kite. And she was like, it, it was a complete surprise. It was like a nice, uh, what is that? A flying Dutchman kite. Yeah. It was like a whole fancy looking thing, whatever. It was, a go- it was like a, like a, I mean, this is a high end. But I basically never seen a gesture more killed immediately. <laughs> like she, it was almost yeah. like I wasn't even supposed to open it anymore. Like the I, entire I, thing was just yeah. dead after that. It was it's still to this day one of the most hilarious things it's I've crazy. ever witnessed. I, I feel like I'm a witch or something. Yeah. I don't know where the God, hell that was came. amazing. That was my spirit guides being like, did they say this or not? And there was sort of like no saving the rest of the evening. Or the relationship. Yeah, like it was all doomed in that whole moment. It was yeah. so bizarre. Glad I did. I think I did it to save you. No, you, like, I mean, now I have a child because yeah, of no, it. Yeah, no, it's just the best. I, st- I think that person still does not like us because of that It does not like you. I, it didn't affect my relationship <laughs> at all. It was just about you. Uh, that being said, goodbye. Bye.